Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Actors with Issues with me, your host, Juan Ayala. As you can tell, a bit of a different setting here. I'm actually on vacation. I'm out of town in Philadelphia uh, for the weekend, and we booked these interviews rather last minute with the cast of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, so I wasn't able to record my intros and whatnot prior to uh, leaving home. So uh, here we are, and I'm so excited to share this conversation with all of you. Uh, I got to speak with Alfie Fuller, Caroline Aaron, and Kevin Pollack from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to talk all about this fifth and final season of the show on Prime Video. It's now out April 14th. The first three episodes have dropped and there'll be weekly episodes every Friday until the finale, uh, I believe sometime next month in May. And um, can't express how fortunate I feel that I got to speak with these folks. Um, this is such a wonderful, delightful, marvelous show. And uh, I'm so happy that I got to speak with them to talk all about this final season and their journeys and how they got involved in the show and, and sort of how the industry has changed, which the show talks so much about, about change and how it's changed a lot. And at the same time, it's barely changed. But yeah, I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. Also, please enjoy this conversation with Alfie Fuller, Caroline Aaron, and Kevin Pollack. So your character has been such a delightful addition to the show and such a great foil to Susie. Susie's kind of frantic, loud, and you're just like, let's center, let's get it together. <laughs> <laughs> so were you particularly nervous on like your first day opposite Alex or was were you just like game and, and ready to dive in and play? Um, I've been a fan of Alex since I was like literally a child. Um, so yeah, I was nervous to, to be opposite someone I'm, I'm so fond of, right? I've loved her through all the iterations of her career, you know? Um, so, but I knew that I had to show up not as a fan, as like a coworker, as like a peer. So I really made sure I was very prepared my first day. I was probably over-prepared um, so that she wouldn't, you know, feel like she would have to walk me through and like slow down for me. I didn't want her to feel like she had to slow down for me. And I don't think she did. Um, you know, we'll, we'll hear what she has to say, I guess, about it. But I don't, I, I hope that I showed up and uh, was able to keep up with her. I think I did a pretty good job. You certainly did. And, uh, you know, throughout an actor's training, there is all this focus on preparation and on development of a character. But when they hand you revised pages the day of where they ask you to improv something or just sort of play around a little bit uh a lot of that kind of just like goes out the window so i'm curious was there like a revelation or a discovery that you made on set that surprised you about the actor's process oh, i love that question um yes i learned with this series that you get pages so close to when you actually shoot that you can't marry yourself to one idea of how the scene is supposed to be. You keep your intentions pure, right? You keep your intentions clear, but something may change last minute and you have to be like water and flow with it. Because if you're still thinking about what happened two revisions ago, you, you're not going to be there. It's, it's going to be detrimental to the work. So yeah, just really learning to know who the character is, know what you want, and then let it go. Let whatever else comes to you, come to you and through you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that with 
uh, any role that an actor takes on, whether it's a, a little co-star on a show like, you know, a classic New York show like Law and Order or, mm-hmm. or a series regular role like on a show like Maisel, there's always something to be learned. You know, we're always constantly learning and, and, and evolving as artists sure. and all of that. So what would you say was the biggest lesson you've learned on Maisel being on the show these past two seasons? Um, honestly, I learned how to act for TV. I learned how to be faster um, in, a, in every way, just in memorization, in delivering a line, in th- thought process, in everything. Um, I learned, I don't know, I learned so much. <laughs> it all was, a, every day was a learning experience for me. Um, yeah, I learned how a set was run. I learned, I learned everything. I learned how to work with animals because, you know, there were pigeons in the set, um, in the scenes. So I've kind of learned a little bit of everything. And in playing uh, in playing your character, were there any women in your own life that you drew some inspiration uh, from Absolutely. to play her? Yeah, Dinah is very much like my grandmother in that nothing seems to shake her. She can thrive in chaos. Um, she handles everything fast and thoroughly and she's like funny and she's kind of headstrong but you don't quite know that she's so headstrong until she's already blown past you you know (laughs) yeah she can definitely hold her own especially up against someone like Susie but Mm -hmm. in this very unassuming way I love characters like that who are like they're they seem a bit like I guess a bit unassuming but then like you said they just breeze right past you (laughs) and you're like oh she just Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did she just? Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> and for any young actors out there who are trying to break into the business, uh, what advice do you have for them? What advice do I have to the babies that are trying to break into the business? Keep going. Prepare, prepare, prepare. The night before my producer session, I did my scene 200 times as fast as I could. And as word perfect as I could, because I heard that those were very um, important things on a Paladino set. And um, so that when it came time to do the final audition, like I was unshakable, right? So prepare and keep going. Just keep going. I want to tell one story. Do I have time? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, great. So in 2021, I got an audition for a co-star, a guest star on, on, on Maisel, just a, one, a day player. And my agent sent it to me and I was like, yes, because this is my favorite show and I know that I'm never gonna be able to be on the show. And yes, I wanna do it. And she was like, say no to this. And I was like, girl, it's the pandemic and we're not working. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, just say no to it. And so reluctantly, I was like, no, goodbye Maisel forever. And then literally two weeks later, Dinah came in and I was just like, <laughs> this is incredible. I got to give props to my agent, Alice. She really knew what she was talking about. Um, but yeah, just keep going when it seems like it's all not going to work out for you. It, it will if you just keep going in good faith. Yeah, that's a great lesson for young actors. You know, trust your reps. They're there they're to look out for you. you yes, know? for sure. Awesome. Well, Alfie, thank you so, so much. And congrats on such a wonderful run on the show. I wish I could go on forever. Me I wish you could see Midge through the 60s and 70s, but, yeah. you know, sadly. Know. Yeah. But again, congrats on such a great run and lovely chatting with you. Thank you. You too. So this show is so much about uh, change and progress and fighting for one's place uh, in the world, uh, wherever that may be. And 
having been in the industry for as long as you both have, what have you noticed has changed the most about the entertainment industry? Well, when I first started, mm-hmm. uh, they we had just invented fire. <laughs> <laughs> so no cars yet. Not no. no. Cars Gosh, no. no. I think that um, I wish I had good news about the changes. I don't think it's as good as I would like it to be. I think that um, obviously technology has changed this business enormously. We are on a streaming platform, which didn't even exist. We didn't even know it was going to come up. So that means we have so much more content than we've ever had, which is a great thing. But I think that we've eliminated process um, because they want to spend as little time as they can making the product for the most amount of profit. And one of the things I learned from being on this show is if you take the time to do a good job, it's good business. And a lot of places can't afford that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were very lucky and fortunate that all the money was spent on our show. That was on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. They spent honestly way too much money. I don't think they knew they didn't have to spend that much. They did though. For it to be did. so spectacular. Um, uh, yeah. And also, the positive side of the streaming platform, of course, is that we would hear from six news outlets in India alone when we did the international press. You know, every country was represented by one, and India had six. But we're apparently the largest American import of entertainment in the country. Is that right? I think it's the Bollywood connection, maybe, to the look and feel of, of and the family element of, of Maisel. Mm. Something connected. In it. So to be instantly international when the episodes drop, there is a lot to be said for that when, mm-hmm. when things go well. And one of the things that's happened that's sort of full circle is, you know, this is a single vision show. This is the vision of these creators. And... Television has been created by committee for a long, 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 long time by a group of people. Um, many years ago, I went to an audition for a television show and my agents called me and said, you are their first choice. Unfortunately, this time they're going with their second choice. So that meant no job for you. And they were explaining it to me that when you have five, six, seven people who are all participating in a television show, not everybody's going to agree on their first choice. So everybody has to throw out their first choice. And let's see what everybody's second choice is. In order for there to be consensus, right, we, the audience, are not necessarily getting that single vision. And whether they stumble or not, they back themselves up. This is the story they want to tell. This is the way they want to tell it. These are the people they want to tell it with. And they don't back down. Amy and Dan had creative control from the beginning to the end and every step of the way, which is unparalleled. It's unbelievable. And it's such a good idea. It's a great concept. Yes, exactly. And, you know, in filmmaking, we think of auteurs all the time. Who's an auteur filmmaker as opposed to, let's say, a studio filmmaker? Amy and Dan are the only auteurs that I know of in television. There may be many more, but they're the only ones that I've worked with so far. I've worked with a couple. Um, He's, you know, he's a little ahead. I don't know if I'm allowed to even talk about other shows while I'm (laughs) promoting this one. I think you can Pamela Adlon is an auteur. There I said it. Okay, great. Great. Well, I think that's great. I would always prefer, personally, to just be a part of somebody's vision, for better or for worse. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know what I mean? Singular vision? Yes. Isn't it just so great? It's so great. And so we were really... And very rarefied. 
So in that way, I think it it started out that way. Then it went to these, to what it's been in terms of the broadcast networks for years and years. And these streaming platforms have brought it back to what people call the golden age of television when it was, you know, your show of shows and things were live and all of that kind of stuff. I think this has more in common with that era than the eras in between. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think in that way, the business has changed and social media has changed. I think all forms of entertainment. We are now told what to like. I mean, it's so funny. By the time I watch something, I can't tell if I have an opinion. I've read so many opinions about it. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I've absorbed the opinions or it is my opinion. There's so much out there that tells us what to Also think. the pressure to watch something instantly before the social media spoils it. That's right, exactly. Spoils it. So you don't know what's going to... That's right, that's yeah. so true. Remember, three episodes drop on April 14th, and then it's once a week for six weeks. But when those three episodes drop, you better watch all three as fast as you can. Right. Because shit's going to get spoiled. That's right, because they'll talk. And uh, speaking of change, Caroline, how do you think that Shirley has changed and evolved through these last five seasons? I feel like you're taller, right? I'm taller. I'm a little thinner. She's a little thinner. Her wig's a little better. No, um, I think the way that Shirley has changed is that, you know, like a lot of people during that period of time, she's aspirational in terms of the American dream. She wants the house in the suburbs, right? She wants the nice car. She wants all of that to happen. And at the end of the fourth season, when she almost loses Moish, I think one of the big changes for her, two things. One is she always felt like, you know, there was a preordained way to live, especially in the Jewish community, and that her son should get married and grow up and have a family and stay attached to certainly the Jewish community. And now I think when his marriage blew up and he's struggling to find his place in the world, one of the big changes for Shirley is those specifics don't matter as much as his happiness. I think ultimately that will make her happy as his happiness. And I think the other thing that's changed about her is in all of that aspiration to take part in the American dream, ultimately, um, this is her American dream right next to her. And that's what she wants to protect the most. I agree with all of that, although I would suggest, okay, if I may respectfully, please, please, when talking about the Jewish experience maybe leave out words like ordained oh yes okay ordained right because you might think in terms of a rabbi i didn't want him to be a rabbi right exactly no you know it's like that that thing about you know don't leave the don't leave the clan and i think shirley loosens up enormously <sighs> about that over the five seasons because in theory you know, what you dream of or what you want for your group can be very different when there are individuals that get in the way of those dreams and you see what is going to make them happy. I think Shirley learns enough about herself and the family around her to root for everybody's individual happiness. You also have recorded once I made a joke about using the word ordained, how Caroline was able to double down and mention the clan. The clan, and I mentioned the clan and ordained. I'm going to keep doing it, Kevin, for the whole rest of the episode. That's okay. He can't use any of this. <laughs> you don't know. That is our time, unfortunately, but thank you both so, so much. And congrats we on so close, a fantastic series. Uh, I can't wait for audiences to see uh, this, this last season. So, again, congratulations on, on all of it. Thank you for your interest. Thank you so Sincerely. much. Sincerely.